0: ST321 Code clearance Blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security
1: shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK.
0: We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this.
1: Hello, hello, hello. We're back. Yes, we've had a little break, but we're back. Finally, we got together because we've been quite busy. Um, And I'm here again with my mate James. How are you, James? Yeah, good, Paolo. Good, good. Nice to see you again, mate. It's been a while. It has been a while, yeah. It was uh, our cinema trip, I think, wasn't it? We saw each other.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, gosh, end of April, wasn't it? So, blimey. No, we've seen each other since then, haven't
1: we? Oh, we've had the quiz. We had the quiz in May. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Which was very similar. Very close to Jedi, but...
0: It was about a week apart, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. But yeah, we haven't done a um, an episode of Co Clearance Blue for a, a little while, so uh, good to be back in the seat. Absolutely. Um, There's
1: been lots of things going on. So,
0: um, what do you fancy chatting about tonight? Well, I think um, probably we should probably now you've touched on it, maybe do the cinema visit because we didn't mention that in our last episode, did we? But it was good fun. Um, they re released Return of the Jedi into cinemas. To celebrate his fortieth birthday, and uh, me and Paolo managed to snag some tickets for the first. It was it the first day, the first. Yeah, it was.
1: It? It was a, uh, yes, I think it was. Yeah, it was the Thursday
0: an afternoon showroom, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. Um, but there was barely any um advertising or marketing surrounding it was there, which I thought was a bit of a a funny thing. You would have thought like Disney would have pumped it out a little bit because it would have made some decent bank. I would have thought.
1: Yeah, it was a bit – I mean, obviously, it was all – because the cinema we went to was in Leicester Square, which has obviously got a few cinemas, and it's quite famous. Um, and they only really show one film there, don't they? It's so quite a big theatre mm-hmm. type – type whenever well, they, have, they have premieres there. Um, and, um, yeah, we were – it was all Guardians of the Galaxy sort of material, you know, everywhere. So I guess they just don't really um, – promote yeah, you know, they just promote the big big sort of blockbuster films I think um and yeah there wasn't even wasn't even a poster but I did then go and see it a couple of days later on the Sunday um this time taking the the, the the kids um and there was a poster on the stairs <laughs> like just sort of in the way on the stairs I tried to get a picture of it but it was too dark trying to get the kids and the kids weren't really interested to take a picture next to a poster I think that's very much our generation, isn't it? What's the matter with them? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we taking a picture of a poster? Unless it's like Bing Bunny or some shit. Yeah, Super Mario or whatever. Super Mario, yeah. Again, they got excited by the Mario posters, so yeah. <laughs> <Maybe it> was... <laughs> but, but yeah, there was yeah lack of lack of marketing. I didn't like, I I think... see any ads or anything. I was, you have to sort of search it out a little bit. But maybe, again, it's... You know, they just wanted to do it as more of a, again, maybe people of our age rather than the kids, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you make a good point. They wouldn't want to sort of cannibalise the marketing for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or something, anything else that they might, might have had out at the time through affiliates or whatever, but, I mean, a few posters wouldn't have gone amiss or, like, maybe some radio ads or something just to say, hey, like, for one week only, back on the big screen. Yeah celebrate yeah. the 40th birthday like because I, I did look up the box office of it um a week or so ago and um you know it made some pretty good money I can't remember the figure off the top of my head but if they just put a little bit of extra push behind it it probably could have garnered like a few a few million if like you know people like myself and people that listen to his podcast probably knew it was on and that's fine because that's kind of the that's like the, the golden button you know but yeah, I don't know. I think there would have been a lot of families. Like like you say, people that might want to take their kids to go and see it on the big screen and stuff. And they might not have even known it was around.
1: Yeah, well, when I went on the Sunday, which was in a bit more suburban London rather than the sort of central London like we did, mm. um, it, was, it was busy, really busy. Um, so I think, yeah, you're right. They could have just done this as a little tester, you know, sort of mm. test the market, see if we can, you know, just like George Lucas did, just re-release the sort of originals again get another couple billion in to fund <laughs> to fund another
0: series, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, they made that after announcements at Celebration, didn't they, with all the, the new films that are coming out and stuff. So, yeah, it's if they want to fund it, it's, it's, like, it's a surefire winner. It's such a surefire, like
1: like George did to sort of fund his prequels. Yeah, I did a couple of scenes in, and then we all just, like, oh, my God, yeah, right, we we'll go back. And then we bought the VHSs, didn't we? And then we bought the DVDs and the Blu-rays
0: and... <laughs> Oh, God, do you ever feel like you've been taken advantage of? (laughs) Um, Did I tell you this, though, um, about, you know, Kevin Smith, the filmmaker? Yeah. And he's bought a cinema. Yes. Yeah. And so, again, this is like a just sounded strange to me. And I I don't think he could quite believe it either. But he was he was saying in a podcast recently that. Um, the way that they make money really is not from like having the cu- the current films that are coming out. So he said, like when Avatar Two debuted on the Friday night of the of the opening weekend, they had like t- between like six and twelve people in it or something to watch right. it. Right? right. So he he said they they make the more money when whenever they show his films and he does like a Q and A or some sort of like themed event around sure. it, or if they show like an old film. Right. So they, like, ship in, like, uh, he said, like, the the Muppets films do really well whenever they get them in. And, um, like, he's, I think they've shown, like, maybe, I can't think off the top of my head, like, like just, like, films like Ghostbusters, for example, you know, like, mm. just that kind of thing. Like, he said, they do really well and they typically sell out. And he said, you know, Paramount, you can go to, yeah, whatever you want, um, you know, Universal, yeah, whatever you want, that's fine. Disney oh, can we possibly show one of the old Star Wars films or something? No. That's so, like, mm. he's just like, it's under lock and key and they won't ever budge. And, you know,
1: yeah.
0: they they get, he said that they get, like these companies get like a big percentage of the the takings anyway, even if it's just like a one night screening. Um, but even with that in place, they're just like, they don't sort of let the crown, like they don't let out like the classic cartoons. As well, right,
1: right, yeah, because they, you know they were I mean? a bit funny like that. I think you did mention this to me. They're a bit funny like that when they used to release VHSs. Oh,
0: right. I always
1: remember they they only just release sort of like they bring Aladdin out at Christmas again, you know, sort of like 10 years later or something, and mm. then you wouldn't be able to see it, you know, you wouldn't be able to get that VHS or whatever. For they'll just take it, it would just be pulled off the shelves, you know, they just do these things in limited times. So I don't think they've really got over that
0: mm. sort
1: of way, you know what I mean? I like just obviously now you've got Disney Plus. Which maybe is the reason why, but I mean, you know, it's it's more of a it's a different thing, isn't it? And a different yeah, audience. Like what, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, but like, what harm is it to send out a, a thirty-five mil print of a new hope? Well, yeah, you know?
1: but not, not only not only that, it's it, it's surely all that's digital now, isn't it? Well, you'd like to think so. They could just like yeah. send over a file. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's just done. It's just the internet. Like it's just streamed. Yeah, it's a good point. Films are just streamed now.
0: Yeah, that's a, that is a good point. I mean, there's a certain, there's a certain vibe to obviously
1: getting a can of film, though, and then of so course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but... It gives you that real sort of feel, definitely. And that's probably his sort of angle as well, where we can get the, you know, the, the original sort of um, prints. You know, then that'd yeah, be, you know, yeah. I hope they still obviously have loads of the prints, which they probably definitely did.
0: But like, why, like, what's the harm to do that though? Like, oh. I don't know. It's just funny. Temple of Doom or something, you know, just, yeah, okay. As long as we get our 30% of the takings, like, what what harm is it doing anybody, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know. They just,
0: it's not part of their plan, is it? No. maybe Like you say, maybe it's a bit of a hangover from what they used to do. And I'm guessing they probably see themselves as being a bit of a cut above. Like, they don't want to. Just you know, like see their stuff out there willy nilly. They want to be in full yeah. control when it's out and what it's doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, yeah. I mean, that's that's it really. But yeah, I mean, like we,
0: you know, you could easily see Return of the Jedi on Disney Plus. You know, well, this is it. School, you know, this thing, so. is it, mate. Uh, this is it. It's silly. It's silly. Because I'm de- actually, I'm going to look it up now, just while we're while we're chit chatting um but yeah it was really good to go and see it at the the cinema again wasn't it it was um yeah really
1: enjoyable we went it was really good it was so fun because again it's you sort of see so much more obviously I know that sounds very obvious because it's a big screen um but sort of the fudginess a little bit you know because this obviously was the special edition as well you know the sort of late 90s version um and so they cleaned it up even more but like yeah the The kind of smudginess and all that so there there was a couple of things I just you know there was a couple of things I I thought Mm. um, I thought the end music like when I first saw that I wasn't completely convinced but now I am I think it is better but the middle music in Jabba's Palace is not not as good as the original
0: I I don't think anyone thinks that do
1: they no (laughs) but that was kind of my again sort of you know, seeing it on the big screen again, you know what I mean? Like, just seeing these, just sort of depicting it a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, that, yeah, that music in think... Jabba's Palace is pretty pretty crap. Um, yeah, I mean... But I don't mind think... the ending. I don't mind the new Anakin now. Okay. Now we've seen more of him, you know? And... Whereas, again, when that's, when he sort of creeped that in, um, then, you know, it was a bit like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. The prequels have just sort of come out But now we've had prequels for a very long time We've watched them a lot a lot. Sort of the prequels have now sort of You know become Just as old And also now you've had Obi-Wan series You know what I mean So we know a lot more about Anakin And sort of seeing him Yeah sort of seeing him die As a as a good Jedi You know And becoming Or has, as he described yeah, He killed Darth Vader so you know
0: so, there so not... he
1: killed Anakin, sorry.
0: Yeah, can so have you kind of tallied within yourself the, the fact that young Anakin did all those really horrible things can then come back as the force ghost. Have you kind of squared that away? Yeah, in
1: because they've obviously backed that up quite a bit now with the Obi-Wan series a bit a lot more, right? Because of that line. where You know, we knew that anyway, but but yeah, he whereas obviously in Sith he just it, it was it was obviously very blurred, wasn't it? He, you know, he's good Anakin. One day, he wakes up, has a bad dream, talks to the senator, and suddenly he's like Bosh, you know, bad guy. His his pupils go yellow, hmm. his eyes go yellow, you know. Whereas I think the Obi Wan thing sort of sort of supported it, and also because it's been a long time since Sith as well. So I've watched it a lot of times, so
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I just so I, a bit I, I more
1: accepted feel- of it of the end yeah
0: as i mean i think i i i think adding it all the going to the other planets like really works now yes you know like showing a bit of naboo and a bit of bespin and all that sort of thing that that all works really works a lot better than it did kind of originally because i suppose we were looking we were looking at it through um sort of old eyes really because we are so ingrained in the originals yeah you know that kind of anything that was like massively overt was like whoa what the hell you know but um i think that works really well now i'll tell you what i noticed in it funnily enough and it's only because it was on the big screen and i was like hold on so you know the opening scene where obviously we've taken our name from etc yes um, one of the one of the pilots um so the one not jasper jacobs who does the lines that we've cribbed um but the other guy his name's um mike Havard, and um i've noticed this now that he's in that ship and then when we fly down into the death star and all the troops are lined up and vader comes off the ship and stuff i I swear i i I might be wrong but it looks like he's one of the imperial officers like standing (laughs) in one of the rows at the front (laughs) and i've never noticed that before ever but i would double doubt it's him it's him (laughs)
1: He's landed and he's jumped out and suddenly he's there. He's had to scuttle in front of Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that scene in particular looked very fuzzy, didn't it? That yeah. really fuzzy. Um, which yeah, you know, again, you know, is part of his sort of the charm anyway. You know, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was it was. I mean, I've, I've got a real, uh, you know, I love Jedi as a kid, do you know what I mean? Because it was the one that really was on quite a lot on the mm. TV. Mm. Um, it was always on a lot more than the other two for some reason. Maybe it's because it was newer. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I always remembered it. And it had just a bit more adventure to it just through the sort of forest, jungle kind of indoor. I thought it was always quite appealing. But yeah, so I took the kids as well on the Sunday, took all three of them. And um yeah, it was pretty good. They they sort of watched the whole thing. They've seen it before anyway. They find the whole jabber quite disgusting, and you know what I mean? And some of the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good though.
0: Were they asking any questions during the film?
1: No, because they've asked a lot of those questions already. Nice. Yeah, we've watched Jedi quite a few times. It seems to be a favourite. That and The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace, they really like.
0: So, you sent a text message this morning at about yeah. 20 to 8. Yeah. You, already, you already had Phantom Menace on the telly. And yeah, yeah, you're, right. He's
1: your youngest, isn't it? Had his lights Yeah, after. Yeah, he, he gets me up at 5 30 every morning. So, I'm up at R5, yeah. So, we always stick, yeah. He likes it on loop at the moment. So, yeah, he likes he likes it. He, he'll sit through all the sort of chat as well, you know. Nice, nice. <laughs> So, yeah, he'll sit through it, and then yeah, a he, because he's got a couple of lightsabers, so he, he likes having a fight.
0: Third time's a charm, eh?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he likes football and Star Wars. It's like, yes, finally,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have three kids in order to. I, I tell you what. Um, tell you what made me chuckle when I remembered. Um, when we went to see it on the on the Thursday was um you put the tickets and then they were like right at the back. It was like the very back row. But because the screen that we were in was so small, the back row was like literally up against the wall. Yeah. And then we had the two very central, the two very centre seats. And wow. where we were sitting was the projector. So when you went <laughs> in to sit down, like your head <laughs> was just like half the screen. And that just completes.
1: I've had so much fun. You know I, mean? like, I, can... I was gonna get the old like
0: shadow
1: puppet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if i could do the shadow puppet i can make the millennium falcon out of my hands or an x-wing maybe the x-wing's a bit easier it's <laughs> like two fingers across. it's like oh. hang on there's a, there's a new x-wing <laughs> the
0: job,
1: job has got four arms what's going on yeah i mean that yeah that, i did notice that my sort of big head uh kind of took out half the screen during the trailer <laughs>
0: I make sure you sat right down in your seat. I wasn't having, yeah. having that. I've only Just seen it like, about thirty thousand times, but
1: yeah, still, it's principle. Um, like, right, I can't go. Yeah, I was like, I can't go to the bar or the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's some crawling on my nominees. <laughs> no, but it was very good. It was a good, good experience to see it again, and um, yeah, I, I really, uh,
0: really uh, enjoyed it. So. Yeah, when I when I got home that day, I watched it on my telly just so I can compare the two. No, I didn't really. Yeah, okay.
1: Are we gonna watch it again? though. Nah. Well, I did watch it. Yeah, I watched it three days later, didn't I? Again in the cinema.
0: So. Yeah, well, that's that's fine though. That's that's acceptable. I needed. I was going to take. I was going to take my youngest to see it on the Monday, but um, I didn't have the car, and then the trains got all buggered up. because so it was like one of the strike days uh, or whatever, so I couldn't right. couldn't. There was no... The closest one was Kingston, I think. Yeah. Um, that's the one is that, that's where you went, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, to get there, would have, like a bus, would it would have been, like, an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back. So I was like, oh, I could just yeah. stick it on a telly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So, yeah, that was a little Return of the Jedi. I hope everyone got to see it in the cinema. Yeah, it was um,
0: good.
1: Again. And, Do you know um... what? I've
0: just, I've just thought of some Return of the Jedi beef, actually. Oh yeah, bit yeah. Of hate, yeah. So, um, there's always a little bit of uh, what's the word? There's always a little bit of like uncertainty when it comes to um, collecting st- autographs of like certain characters and stuff. Um, yeah, because obviously, if you if you're new to the show, I I collect Star Wars autographs, and um, yeah, the, a lot of the Gamorrean guards um were filmed at the studio in Britain. Because that's where Jabba's palace set was. So obviously, a lot of British people played them then. But then, when they went to do the skiff over in, um, I think it's Yuma in America in the desert, they obviously had to use American people. Yeah, and one of the stunt people that I've I met at a convention earlier in the year, um, a guy called Dicky Beer, who played a he did a Gamorian guard, he did a stormtrooper, he did um, stunts with Boba Fett as well. He wore a suit stuff like that, and uh, I took him a Gamorrean guard multi, multi-piece that I've got on the go at the moment, which has got, like, several um, signatures on it. Yeah. And and he was, like, looking at them, and he was, like, because he's American, he was like, oh, well, all these guys you've got here, they all British people. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's another guy in America that I need to get, though, um, because, obviously, with you, and I know, and I need him on it as well. And he was like, are you talking about Stephen Constantino? And I was like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, I've got him on a a single shot that I ordered through the like off of his website. But I want to obviously get him on this multi piece so that I've got like everyone on one. And he was like, he was like, no way. He was like, no way. Do not get him on this. That guy's a charlatan. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah, he was like, he was like he's going around telling people that he was in it and all that he was, he was never in it. He, he visited the set one day um, and he was there with like a couple of friends and stuff and all this and that. And I was like, Oh, and then about a week later I saw on Facebook, um, Steven would like put, put a link up to his website or something saying like, Oh, if you want to buy autographs and stuff like that, you can do it here. And Dickie Dickies like jumped in on the chat and started saying, what did you do in the film? And and then Steve was like, Well, I did this. And he was like, No, you didn't, because that was me. And it just like going on and on. And I was like,
1: Oh yeah. Subplot. Like
0: a proper like within yeah, the uh internet within the community within within the uh, extra's community. It was going crazy, mate. I was like, No way. So like I feel a bit bad now because it it kind of tops up that like so Dickie was saying that this Steven guy literally just wore the suit for like a promo shot or something. Oh no, or Steven said that he never claimed to actually did any acting. He just got dressed up in the costume and was told to stand somewhere. And there's one shot in the film where it's him. Like, oh. you know, it wasn't like a complete it wasn't like an acting job or anything like that really. Um but Dickie's like maintaining that he was like never actually in the film and all that sort of stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to add him now. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds a bit political mm. bit of beef
1: get down to beef sanity. there you go there you go exclusive <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so what news so i suppose the big news we sort of should start with is um is what was it yesterday a new little
0: cheeky trailer oh yeah for the well, second just, trailer just to put a button on the jedi chat um apparently yes. Um, according to the internet, it's bet- it, it made between four and a half and f- five point one million.
1: Not worldwide. bad. F- it's not bad for a film you made forty years ago.
0: It's not bad, <laughs> is it? Imagine <laughs> just getting that on the old balance sheet. That really is it.
1: just money for old rope. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because that has been paid. That's paid over. God knows how many times. You know. Money I wonder if old um, Harrison and all the original cast get their royalties
0: though. They must do, doesn't they? A
1: little cheeky trick, yeah. Yeah. Part of the royalty, I bet. I a bet old. I um, bet old uh, Alec Guinness's uh, trust
0: gets a payout for that one as well. Definitely, mate. He made some smart deals there. I tell you, he did. Yeah. For like a day's filming or whatever, like in like Empire and Jedi. Yeah. I think he took like a percentage point or something silly like that. So. Yeah, he definitely did for the first one, and then he and then he signed up for the f- sequels as well. Well, yeah, because I think for the I think for a New Hope he got paid like a salary, obviously. But then they, they I think he he tells this story himself. It's a great interview on YouTube if you if you just go on there and type in Alec like Guinness interview or something. Yeah, and where he says like, oh yeah, they offered him um, I'm paraphrasing now, but it, like they offered him like one one and a quarter points or something.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Like before the film opened, they were like we were so like impressed with the work that he did and grateful that you came on board and stuff like this is a little extra and then when the film opened and done so well Guinness was talking to like his agent or whatever and he said oh we better get in touch with uh the Lucasfilm people to make sure that we're getting that extra extra bit that they promised so he put the call in and they and they were they were like oh we just want to discuss with you about the extra the extra bit and they were like oh yeah do you mean the uh the one and the third points we were going to give you yeah sure no problem they like, <laughs> they, like chipped it down <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> took, a, took a percentage off also, didn't they? Yeah. So funny because he hadn't written it down.
0: Do you reckon Harrison Ford got like some post through like last week and there's like one check in there from Lucasfilm for like $2.27 or
1: something? Yeah, he, oh, Lucasfilm again. Just done a film with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Indiana Jones series I noticed is on Disney Plus now. Yes, apparently
0: the Temple of Doom is the complete uncut version as well really mm. with the heart thing yeah that's yeah.
1: interesting because i that i watched that i think it was on sky movies the other week and i was watching it before it was on disney plus and yeah there was this whole bit about the heart the heart thing i've never ever seen before like, oh my god because obviously i used to again watch it usually on sort of a record off the telly so that that whole scene was pretty much gone you know
0: mm.
1: um but yeah so okay
0: okay i'll give that a watch yeah yeah have a look have a look out for that. Um, but yes, um new so, trailer. Yes, new little trailer. Only 30 seconds, but had a few new shots in there. Yeah. Excitement is building August the 23rd. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's been a while. Loving it. So yeah, I think the main takeaway for me was seeing um Sabine Wren wielding Ezra's lightsaber.
1: Yeah. Borrowed a little green green lightsaber
0: of uh, of him.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Pretty nifty, pretty nifty. We've seen her wield the dark saber in Rebels, obviously. So she's got she's got form. Um, but yeah, to actually see her with a lightsaber and in live action as well, it's like a double bubble, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's that is interesting little kind of development um, against the female. Um, uh, I can't I can't remember her name now. The uh, the one with the sort of lightsaber, the Sith. She's not a Sif is she, but you know, she's yeah, an ex-Jedi. So, yeah. Ex-Jedi. I I read.
0: Yeah, they they said that the certainly the guy is like an ex-Jedi that survived Order 66 Um mm. and has become like a mercenary for hire, basically. Yeah. So I'm thinking orange lightsaber equals mercenary. Like that could yeah. be like a new, a new colour sort of thing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. good. Um yeah, so I thought that yeah, it was a really good little trailer. Um, again, yeah, like you said, most of it we've seen. Very Thrawn, sort of, again, sort of his new empire. Um, and yeah, that sort of ship at the beginning, I thought was... First time I saw it, I was like, oh my God, it's Dooku's ship. Because it was that kind of vertical ship. And then I texted you, and then you're like, got a couple of X-Wings. And it's like, oh yeah, I've seen that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I paused it. It was like, it's only very quick, but it looks like... You Know what's he doing, you know, that sort of vertical, sort of long, thin type ship.
0: Yeah, it looked like the um, the solar thing from Attack of the Clones, right? Yes, when he uses the solar, I can't remember the exact name of it, but like to help the guys getting him through onto Coruscant. That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, it's a good, good shout, mate. It was good because I, as soon as I read that, I was like, Oh, oh, that's cool, but then I was like, Surely, surely not like 35 years later,
1: no, nah, no. Nah. No, no, not at all. It's yeah, completely different. But no, I thought um, yeah, I'm very excited for it. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of Jedi action, a lot of lightsabers again, which is which is always a good thing, you know. Never, never, never. And um, yeah, love an- another piece. I know if you saw this on Twitter this week, um, but apparently, our Bo Katan and uh, the Mandalorian had a little bit of a kiss. Did you see oh, that? My can't, can't you stop. <laughs> the still the the picture of just them talking like they kissed
0: (laughs) have you seen the actual clip of her talking no no i only saw a still of it See, you've been suckered in and now you're like regurgitating it unbelievable (laughs) right okay
1: obviously it looks quite well set up I wasn't one hundred percent convinced that they did kiss on this cut scene that has just been released that no one's seen. Obviously, it's it's the
0: way people word it, like cutscene, yeah. like yes, it's clever. like no. Basically, she, is, but um, Casey Sackoff was being interviewed, and I think they said like what was um, uh, like what was the best scene or like the the most the scene that there could have been like potential romance or something. And she was like, when in the episode, when they go on that Mandalorian pirate ship on on the planet and they're like going off to find the, the base and everything, then they have a bit of a, a chin wag on that, don't they? When they're like yes. sailing across. And she said it felt a bit like it could have been their Titanic moment sort of thing. Right, right, right. Right. And then she said they weren't filming. So it wasn't a cut scene. And it wasn't even Pedro Pascal. It was um, Brandon Wayne, who's one of the stunt mandos. They were joking about, like, how if they were to have a kiss, how would they do it wearing their helmets and stuff? And it was just very much like a very, like, off-camera, like, bit of a joke and all this sort of thing. And then all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, it's a cut scene where they kissed each other. Mm. Well, and we'll a know. Baby. <laughs>
1: We'll know because apparently the making of Mando season three is out at the end of June. Is it? Yeah, 28th of June. But again, this is... is off Twitter, so I'm not 100%. But do you know what I mean?
0: Well, I saw something on Twitter about an hour before we started to started to record that says that our old mate Robert Fett is going to be in Mando series four. See? <laughs>
1: After his. Ah. Uh... So yeah. the it, it, so, it, so um
0: I when's that gonna start filming, do you reckon next year? No, I reckon they're gonna have to start filming it pretty soon, I think, to maybe bring yeah. it out Christmas next year, maybe. Yeah, because as a TV schedule, what we've got we've got Ahsoka this year,
1: obviously in August 23rd. We've got skeleton crew, I think, at the end of the year. Mm. Um, from what the rumors were. Then we've got acolyte. Beginnings so it was 2024 yeah and and or season two bad batch and then probably something else
0: like another like tales of the jedi or something like that yeah that um sure yeah obviously one bad out. batch series three but i don't know if they've even they probably started making that but that'll be a while yet i would have thought yeah um so because uh, you've got to think Filoni, Filoni's film is going to like obviously include Mando and, and probably Ahsoka and bring all that sort of stuff together. So they've said that the Ray movie is going to be coming out in, what, like Christmas 2025, is it? Yeah. So that's going to have to start shooting by the end of this year. Yeah. You'd like to think maybe, you know, if it takes six months to film and then six months to post-production and all that. It'll take probably about a year and a half. Yeah, year
1: yeah.
0: and a half. Yeah, post production. Um, yeah, so you, uh, it's it's got to come out next year, I reckon.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Um, God, those those guys working for ILM, you know, on the Star Wars stuff. They're just churning this shit out, mate. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine, like, because obviously you spend like six months on one scene, one shot or whatever. Yeah, three months on a shot or something. Uh, Oh thank God! I've said that again. Right, I've got a new shot for you.
0: Do you mean like factory? There's been that. Um, there's been that backlash, hasn't there, against Marvel over the past like six months? Like people working at um, outside um, CGI companies and stuff, saying that they're just they 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 worked like dogs, but they can't say no because obviously the cachet of working for someone like Marvel is like too big to kind of turn down. But yeah. they're just like they're just expected to work like 18 hour days and mm. you know, and then and then the film's due out on like the fourth of May and they're still coming to them like a month before saying you need to tweak this or you need to redo this and yeah, do it now, you know, and even if they're working on other projects and stuff. And it's like must be crazy. You like just you just must get mentally fried after a while.
1: Yeah, I mean I've met a couple of those guys before that do sort of they just work they usually always night owls as well. Mm. So they're always usually kind of like working sort of during the during the night and they'll but they'll be there like yeah, two or three in the morning every morning and just fixing the pixel. Yeah. Like it's just so much detail. I mean, you know, there's no way I could do, do it really. But the yeah, the detail is just amazing. They go into, you know, fixing these um making these shots, but that's why you need so many of them you know, and that's why they've got, they've got, like, Lucasfilm got places all over the world, you know what I mean? Like, obviously a big hub at, in, in San Fran, but then, you know, they've got a big hub here in London, they've got Singapore as well, like, you know what I mean? They're just really, so they can make it sort of
0: 24 hour as well. well I was going to say, with the time differences, you've got one crew yeah. in all the time, didn't I suppose. So, yeah, I mean, you usually just fun. would leave sort of one shot to one person, but the problem is, is that
1: they all start looking a little bit different, but... Yeah, mm. it's just it's just crazy. But yeah, I mean I mean I worked with a audio studio who done the sort of pickup lines and Obi-Wan. Oh yeah. And I went out for a couple of beers with them in what was it at Christmas and sort of to start digging because I wanted to get them on the podcast, but it's like, well, it wasn't really any news, really. But basically they spend all this so the the secret really is is that they spend all this time obviously filming the scenes practicing the lines, getting into the character, all the rest of it, but then there's always noise on set. There's you know they have to re-dub every line basically. Right. Um and so the majority of the time they'll call the actors back in to Lucas sound. Um but obviously actors are on different films after they've done the series and this could be a year later. So they've done Obi-Wan and they might get you McGregor back in again. Right. And get him to re-record these lines. But they're only booking for like an hour. So he gets so he gets shipped in to a studio in central London, shown the video over a coms, you know, over the internet. Mm. Then he's playing this shit and then he has to re-sync his own line. Right. But he's not in character, he's just in these shorts and t shirt, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just in these jeans or whatever. Yeah. So, they always, so apparently, the, he was saying the actors get quite arsy because usually when they're on set, they get so much time to sort of get into character in their sort of their little uh, sort of trailer and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> they're just brought into these audio books. They can see themselves on screen and they have to lip sync it perfectly. because obviously, it looks sort of out of sync. And I didn't realize there was so much done, like pretty much the whole of the film and series are all redubbed. Wow. You know what I mean? Because of like I said, onset noise and things like that. So and even though they are recording the original sound, you know. But if you've yeah. got like you know, things going off, blasts and things like that, you know, explosions around you, you know, then you can't can't get
0: clean audio. Yeah. Of course. You drag casual Obi-Wan in off the beach to come and yeah. do some lines. But you know,
1: like... he's doing he's doing something else. He's doing he's doing um, Winnie the Pooh or something. Elstree that night, you know, he's got to come in for an hour. Right, okay, we just need a quick pickup line. You're just about to say Darth Vader, you were the chosen one, right? Okay, and action. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, I'll do it, you know. So, yeah, wait, you, you and you, McGregor, wasn't in Blood and Honey, was he? <laughs> yeah, but the security and all
1: this stuff as well, you know, like they, um. Like these computers aren't allowed to be sort of connected to the internet. um you know because obviously they've got an exclusive sort of contract with Disney, yeah, um and Disney requires such security Disney require that CCTV has to be installed. They require that every guest um that comes into the studio on any job like not on Disney job in any other job. but this is not just Disney all the studios do this, but um they have to sign in so they can potentially come in and see the records, they need certain keys. Wow. And certain locks on the doors yeah um they could only connect to their server wow. um which is a secure servers not on the internet that's what. that's all to prevent leaks you know all to prevent the
0: leaks um so yeah so that's uh, a bit of I insight for you oh that's great mate i love that that's brilliant i mean i think it's fair enough i mean like as much as we all sort of clamor for the new stuff and we're like oh, we, we really want to see it and what we want to know what happens like it would be devastating if someone leaked like a major scene. Yeah. Onto Twitter or Facebook. Could you imagine I mean, Red you know, that that Darth sort of Darth Vader
1: Obi wan scene. I mean, you know, that would just yeah, you're right. It would just be sort so devastating to see that, you know. Mm. Um
0: yeah, they've kept it pretty tight, haven't they? I th- I think they've done amazingly well, to be honest. When you think about all the the major like scenes like that you know like they could choose choose stuff from like and or or from obi-wan or like the the sequel films etc they've done really well to like really minimalize like anything getting out yeah. obviously once it hits the cinemas and people got their fucking camera phones out and stuff it's like there's nothing you can do about it but kind of protect yourself by like knowing that you, you're probably going to stumble on stuff but so you know try and keep yourself clear but it does sound like overkill, but I suppose from their point of view, it's kind of necessary. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, yeah. Fair dues. I think it's fair dues. Um Did you did you ever hear that rumour about um, when they did the Rise of Skywalker that, um, you know, the scene where Kylo and, and Ray are kind of fighting each other, but she's up in the ship and he's down on the planet? Yes. But they're still dueling. Like... I don't know who started it or whatever, but there was rumors flying around that it's not Adam Driver in the suit in those scenes because he's got the mask on, and they had him—they had him in a wardrobe somewhere with a mic about about a month before the film was due to open, like re-recording like different lines so that they could like change the plot of the of the film and stuff. Probably, I mean, you could sort of
1: believe some of that, you know. Um, yeah, we weren't in the pandemic then, but yeah, I mean, definitely pandemic times. I think there was loads of the voiceover people recording stuff under their duvet <laughs> into their into their microphone? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in the true.
0: pandemic, but yeah, but yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that yeah, that would be funny. I mean, you mentioned money for old rope earlier. Voiceover work. I mean, come on. Oh, thousands of pounds in it for like ten minutes
1: beautiful yeah it's very good um yeah. but it's a it's getting a bit found out now though mm. you know because like well like the world of you know ai and things creeping into everyone's life that's that's very popular right yeah ai voiceovers are becoming incredibly good some really good ones, you know, really believable. You wouldn't really not know is it, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Um, but, yeah, but the the top, like the guys, some of the top guys for commercials and things, yeah, they get really good money. But the writer's strike, you know, in, in the States at the moment is all very anti-AI stuff. Yeah. Because they're, they're really worried that AI could just write some scripts, which you wouldn't be surprised. It probably could in a couple of years' time. You know what I mean? Like, well, heard, tech is already pretty pretty good for scripts, and things. you know, what I mean. Just mm. give me a fifteen hundred words to write this article about this. You like, it's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I've I've heard. Like some people claim that you could say to like uh, an AI um, software, um, "Oh, sort of like digests the last eighty episodes of like Columbo." And then write me a new series like based on like a police procedural. And yeah. it will just, it'll just come up with like scripts. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you know what I mean? But you don't get the human touch power, right? <laughs> you won't get the jokes, you know, about, about his Vince wife. Or, yeah, or his wife, yeah.
1: <laughs> just because it won't know. He won't know. So, it, yeah. It'll know, it'll know, because obviously he'll know the previous episodes, but it won't pick up that's quite humorous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be very dry. it just be very, very it, it,
1: dry. I can't imagine they do sarcasm and dryness. Come on, well my room,
0: room And says, my wife. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which could be funny. Really. Could be. So maybe, maybe he's getting it.
0: <laughs> but there's no way like a AI system could do like naked gun or I something. Mean. <laughs> Come on.
1: I'm not. Police, yeah, police got a naked gun. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see, maybe it's, because film industry does set precedents, you know what I mean, so uh, it's, you know, we'll see what it does, but yeah, I mean, uh, like Adobe, for example, you know, brought some interesting AI stuff in their new sort of software that's coming up, you know, um, even just, even simple stuff like clean up sound and, mixing music so let's say for example you know you're you've got like a one minute edit and your music's one minute sort of 27 Mm. you can sort of it will just it will just cut it down and make sure the beats are in the right place and mix it for you you know what I mean so yeah so already like these things are coming in and they've got a lot of descriptive things in photoshop and 3d already so like yeah make me a millennium falcon it will just build it for you I mean, yeah, anyway. but that's
0: only because it knows what a millennium falcon looks like. Someone's got yeah's got a, a rigid design something originally in the future for yeah. then that to be like, Oh but, yes, I know how to build like a
1: but if a you're red- Lucas but if you're a Lucasfilm, do you know what I mean? Who's got millions of Millennium Falcons on file already, you know what I mean? Mm. It will it will save a lot of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that point yeah. of view, I think that's good. Yeah, but you know, kind of in solidarity with the writers over so and like the strike and everything and just kind of saving like the human touch of of things you know design and writing and lighting and all that sort of thing totally yeah you know having that input yeah totally yeah
1: yeah but i think it'd be it'd be be a good tool in in sort of a research way you know what i mean and things like that but then yeah like sort of to take over a writer or a screenwriter would be yeah i can't it, it will lose yeah probably white won't quite, but it's in, like it's incredibly powerful already for that kind mm. of thing, you know. Um I mean, you know, plenty of YouTube channels have popped up just sort of AI script writing and AI mm. voices, and you know what I mean. Like it's a lot of it's sort of done like that.
0: But,
1: yeah, but it all comes back to the original idea. If it's just a load of shit, it's still a
0: load of shit, and no one's going to watch it. Well, yeah, exactly. That's true. You know of that. but yeah, that's but true it's of only that. what you feed it, isn't it? Yeah, that's true, and also AI has never experienced, you know, puberty or a car crash or yeah. the loss of someone or whatever. Do you know what I mean it can't extrapolate those feelings and put put them into a context that can make you sort of believe what's going on on the screen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let me so, see how Star Wars ad- ad- adopts it.
1: Be interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we've already had we've already had you know two Death Stars and a Star Killer base, so we're we're kind of used to it, aren't we? yeah well with all their (laughs) technology you know
1: um i see 3po's ai isn't he no
0: Um, obviously there's a bloke but (laughs) (laughs) he does the voice and the the movements (laughs) that's true but they did old james l jones didn't they in kenobi Yes, they, they cut, cut and paste like all of his um, previous work, and
1: yeah, I suppose all the Luke Skywalker face stuff, and that's mm. yeah, that's all part of that technology, so yeah, interesting, yeah, it's, kind of... it's, it's all there already, yeah. Just to touch, well, the news,
0: yeah, yeah, just to touch uh, back on Ahsoka, obviously, sad news. We, we mentioned his character earlier, um, Ray Stevenson passed away, yes, didn't he? He did, um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's going to be playing Bayland Skull in Ahsoka, one of those mercenary jedi slash sith people um real shame man real shame like
1: yeah he because uh, celebration he seemed quite a nice sort of guy he's you know seems like he got his role at last you know
0: yeah i mean i mean i'm glad he got to experience that because obviously that was like a quite a big thing for an actor or an actress to experience when you join a big franchise is to kind yeah. of get the, the love and the, the feeling from back from the fans at an event like that. So it's good that he got to experience that at least at least once. But yeah, I was just like, whoa, man, this is like heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Shame. No, but it's a shame. We look forward to seeing him in, in the series, obviously. Um, also as well, we did lose a, another member of the original trilogy recently, a chap called um, Vic Gallucci, who was a stormtrooper in A New Hope. Um he passed away. He was due to be at uh, a signing event uh last month, but he passed away about a week before it was gonna kick off. So yeah, I just want to salute him as well. He's one of the one of the old guard. Literally, yeah. So that's all good. Um more news, more use. Yeah, I did see something that made me smile earlier. Um again, take this with a big grain of salt because it's not really I don't think it's been properly confirmed yet, but Alden Ehrenreich is coming back. No, really. He's coming back, but he's coming back in Dave Filoni's film. Really?
1: What is the stormtrooper? No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's and the Ah, they're gonna do a bit digital. That... No, they don't need to do it digital, really, because it's set like just give him some old old man makeup, make him look a bit older.
1: Are yeah, you confused? No, no, I'm not confused. I'm <laughs> not
0: confused. It. This nurse, he looks really confused. Really confused. <laughs> Stormtrooper.
1: Yeah. Well, I just can't find him first. Okay, where did you read that then?
0: So, like, some online outlet has has put it out saying that they've learnt that Dave Filoni's Star Wars movie. Is set to include Alden Ehrenreich as Hans back as Han Solo, mm. and they're going to recast Leia. Ah, uh, okay, so that they can be in it.
1: No, I was um, just thinking about the timeline, that was all just um, well, yeah, because it's confused. Set
0: between Jedi and Force Awakens, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, you know, that's where
1: make... my confusion lies. like, okay, well, that's before that's after Harrison Ford, and
0: well, that's it, they, they'll have to make ordinary and right look a little bit older than he, he probably is in real yes. life
1: yeah yeah might
0: have to um let
1: actually do an india jones on him won't they the yeah
0: which version. by the way i'll tell you what in the trailer for that dial of destiny he looks quite good when they flash back
1: look, looks really quite... good yeah really good he looks exactly like the last crusade doesn't he mm. yeah he looks really really good um yeah so the, yeah i think they'll yeah but now they've got the tech and they've and they've done it a few times i think definitely you're seeing uh our heroes again but it's great i mean you know how good was season two of mandalorian when we saw luke do you know what i mean
0: it was really good but i still think i still think that version of luke with all the cgi doesn't it doesn't it's not amazing to me
1: it's not amazing no it's not quite it's not quite there
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, and even, even, in, even in, I was gonna say season three, then, but it's season 2.5. Um, <laughs> with, um, yeah, it still looks a bit, yeah,
0: not quite there, but I think it's it'll be there for this. That's the, that's the thing. I think if they they can get it right with Evan Mike, if this if this rumor's true. I think it could work really well and, like you say, really open the floodgates to, like, having a big mix of the, the yeah. old and the new pushed together. Definitely. Because they'll,
1: they'll, yeah, they'll make another, to be honest, they could make another sequel trilogy, but to fit in sort of before The Force Awakens, you know what I mean, that Dave Filoni does
0: on his own, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, they they could certainly do that with got big old his, like, his current characters anyway. Yeah he could probably easily make a film trilogy using Ahsoka and Mando and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if he really wanted to, but I think... They will, it, yeah, they probably will do. Though. It's a bold move, though, I think, you know, bringing Aaron bringing right back. I, I think I'd yeah. prefer them to maybe have done like a solo sequel or TV series myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm here for it. I think it, it could work, as long as it looks good. I thought, again, that was pretty good.
1: It just, I think... The thing is with solo film is that it's just a bit unlucky because it had its sort of production problems with the directors and stuff, so it got bad rumors, and it was straight off the back of sort of the um, it wasn't the Force away It was the last. It was the Last Jedi, wasn't it? It came out just after that.
0: Uh, solo, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So it was sort of off the. It got a bad rep for that, but as a story, and I thought Lando and all that stuff was great. Chewbacca obviously was brilliant. And maybe I think if they threaded and obviously Darth more and they threaded more older characters in. Yeah. I think if we went to Tatooine again, um <laughs> because every <laughs> film needs to go to Tatooine. Um and you had a meeting with Jabba, that would have been amazing. But then obviously that's a massive sort of that's a that's a massive distraction for what the plot was. But you know, yeah, I thought again it
0: was it was pretty, pretty good, you know. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was like it, was, it stands up on repeated viewings. There's a few yeah. niggly things in there, but then you know yeah. when isn't there with Star Wars? We know what's totally. it's like. But I think it would be amazing if there was a sequel because I I remember saying at the time before it came out, I was like the last shot of this film has got to be them saying, "Oh, like I know where we can go and get some jobs off of this guy." Yeah, you know, and then like obviously going to Tatooine or whatever, like. Maybe having a little mix up with like Boba Fett along the way in the sequel yeah. and all that. Do you know what I mean? There's like you can have an overarching main plot, but like those little bits in there would have just been superb. Um, totally. Yeah, and they still could do it. I think there's a there's a lot of love out there for Solo, but I don't know. If, I think whether or not it was the the actual box office itself that put them off doing like sort of going down that road again, or if they were just really fatigued with doing cinema stuff because. People were getting so pissed off, like, or overjoyed. It was one or the other, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It but, I mean, there is no
1: doubt, there is no doubt that if if it hadn't been made and it was being made now for Disney+, it would be very, very good. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, obviously, you can expand it massively more um, rather than just try and condense it into a little film, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, there's just so much more character depth to it. Mm. like all these series, you know, um, but they might not touch it because they've done obi one, and they might do, you know, and uh, they're doing obviously a Ahsoka and other, other sort of character sort of central ones and or. So, yeah, like, um, but, yeah, I think it was just a bit unlucky that it was a movie as well. It didn't quite fit the movie mm-hmm. as, as much, you know what I mean, as, as like these TV series are doing. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean,
0: I think there's still like swirling in the background, like doing something with um Glover, isn't there? Like doing another land. I
1: yes, think. that was that was one of the original sort of announcements, what, three, four years ago, you
0: know. Yeah. When they when they announced Andor and Ahsoka. Yeah. I think oh. I remember reading something from him like about six months ago, just saying that. He doesn't want to just do stuff for the sake of it. So if there was a project presented to him, he yeah. would consider it. But if he'd only do it if he felt it was strong enough.
1: Yeah, and also he must be really busy. He's very popular, isn't he? So he must be trying to get like sort of a six to eight week block. And I think he was going to try and be a producer running or a writer or something. You know what I mean? But he yeah. he nailed Lando really really well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I
0: think. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. That's good. That is a good bit of news. I'm going to watch Solo. That's going to be the next one I watch. Okay. There I we decided. I went mental the other day. I was working from home <laughs> and uh, started work bang on nine o'clock. and um... at ten.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and watched no, no, uh, I the whole trilogy. <laughs> well, no. So what I did was I put, um, I watched Kenobi from like episode three to episode six. Okay. So I was, and because I was like, I really want to watch like the two Vader confrontations and stuff. But then I let the middle two episodes play as well, and then I stuck Rogue One on because I hadn't seen it for ages. Yeah. And then I, st- I had a bit of lunch, and I thought, well, what comes after Rogue One? Straight away. Straight away, put it on. Got a good Try hour and- of a New Hope as well before I had to come back to reality. <laughs>
1: the benefits from working from home definitely
0: it was good mate i got a lot of work done as well to be fair but um, yeah it's I just there's
1: down. no there's no different having that in the background than having a podcast or a piece of music or whatever do you know what i mean it's, we all sort of know what's happening it's just great sort of audio as well as visual you know yeah
0: nice place sort of like, like comfort tv at the end of the day as well yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so, totally that's good. Um, just one last thing to bring to people's attentions. I probably already know about it, but I'll just mention it anyway. Um, actress says if there's a job, she'll take it. I don't know if you saw this headline. No. Um, no Natalie no. Portman has been recently asked if she would come back and play Padme again. Really? And, yeah, she said, she said no one's ever asked me about it, um, but I'd be up for a discussion.
1: There we go. So there's going to be an announcement soon.
0: We know what this means. Do you remember McGregor did that (laughs) for about a year? It's like, well, no one's mentioned it to me. No one's approached me, but you know, I'll be open to it. And then coming next week could all be
1: unlimited Uh, at the celebration if it only comes on the
0: stage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but they they can't do much with Padme, you know, really, unless they do something set in the prequel era. Yeah. Do
1: you
0: know what I mean? Unless it's flashbacks.
1: I wonder if they could do what the again the years between sort of one two and three are pretty short, aren't they? Really, it's mm. pretty back to back. Yeah, so they could. She was quite young in episode one, though, wasn't she? So she would have to go younger. But this is the thing: she can't. She can't really do that. And honestly, obviously, so. she doesn't, unless it's a false ghost. No, no, <laughs> no. false ghost. Where's she? It's
0: just, it's the sequel, <laughs> Force Ghost. Oh. So, you, you know, there's still people out there that debate if Han Solo's a Force Ghost in the Rise of Skywalker. He's not. For, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> but some people still think he is. Right. <clears throat> Get a grip. Yeah. No,
1: I, I was. Jo- I was joking. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, unless they do a story around her time. Sort of in Coruscant, you know, which we didn't see.
0: Yeah, they could do that. I mean, because there's definitely...
1: a lot going on. There's a lot going on for those films, really.
0: Yeah,
1: that we, you know, I mean, it'd be very political. It'd be very Andor-y. Yeah. But to be honest, it, you know, I'll definitely. I mean, what the even the Andor stuff was brilliant in Coruscant, the little parties, the little sort of side hustles, the secret meetings. There'd be loads of that, and there'd be loads of like even in the Bad Batch, you know, stuff like that. You know, all those meetings and things. You know. So that could be an idea. But yeah, then maybe there's an announcement coming because let's face it, you McGregor done it and uh, Ray done it the other week, didn't she? She put it out there and I, and I said to you before Christmas, she's looking for some work. Oh, Daisy, yeah. Daisy, Bosch, four months later. She's got herself a new film trilogy.
0: You did. You did. You did say she's probably getting a bit R now. Now.
1: Natalie, now Natalie Portman's come out. Oh yeah, I'll be <laughs> open for discussion in Variety, in Vanity Fair, or something, or oh, Empire yeah. magazine. <laughs> Some off-the-cuff quote, like, nothing's off-the-cuff
0: in this game. <laughs> Any, anyone who's like anyone's agent, they're just like, "Were you in a Star Wars once?" Yeah, yeah. Agents go, "Well, just say you do it again." Just put yeah. It there. They hook you in. Don't worry, that you. stormtrooper guy you were talking to. Yeah.
1: If you had a decent agent, what Vic? It was, yeah,
0: oh no, Dicky, you mean Dicky?
1: Dickie, yeah, yeah, the one you you talking to.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like when you are stormtrooper. Sorry, he wasn't stormtrooper. Whatever, I can't remember who he was. Saying. He was guard, wasn't he?
0: Oh mate, he was a he was a stormtrooper, a Gamorrean guard, a scout trooper, Boba right. Fett. Um, yeah, he did load. I think he was a He was a rebel soldier on Endor as well. Right, right. Done done loads of shit. Done um, done. But got involved. But
1: yeah, so yeah, I think it's coming. You've heard it at
0: first. Padame. <laughs> Padame the Coruscant years. Like it, mate. Pitch it now. Pitch it. to Get Kathleen on the blower. She'll she love it. Sure, Kathleen. will go for it. Did you I think I don't know I don't know if I dreamt this, but I'm pretty sure someone said that in Andor Two, Maul's gonna be knocking about.
1: Interesting, because obviously be he's
0: like the head of a uh, cartel now, isn't he? He's
1: after the yeah, yeah, the cartel, and it's obviously around the solo time. So we saw him then, and we we know he's alive. Obviously, we know yeah. alive from the animations, but um, definitely he's alive because he's got some sort of uh some legs. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: well, no, he cocks it, doesn't he, in rebels? Because he goes to fight the yes, and again. But yeah, I mean, they could uh, t- I suppose because it's like um set over the course of like about five years isn't it I think the next 12 eps so maybe the first three or three or six could involve him maybe I don't know
1: so I read a quote a sort of paraquote it paraphrase it it was essentially the episodes are sort of going to be little mini doubles together and sort of jump triples is it Mm. yeah you must have read the same quote from uh, Tony Gilroy I think it was um and then they're gonna jump a little bit and then but you were saying that they're gonna lead right up to Rogue One, aren't
0: they? Yeah, I think they said that this is literally gonna end about like two or three days before Rogue One kicks off, sort of thing. So we might get we might get some Mads Mickelson, we might get some old Ben Mendelssohn, maybe. That'd could get great. some could get some Tarkin. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. But I suppose if um if more is involved, obviously they could do a little Storyline maybe where, what's it called? Crimson Dawn.
1: Crimson Dawn, yeah.
0: Maybe maybe someone heists like one of their strongholds or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. And he gets a bit annoyed.
1: Where do they sit in this sort of empire world? Do they like them, or are they sort of anti, or they're not really that bothered? The Crimson I think Dawn not, guys.
0: They'll kind of work for hire basically, so they're yeah. not too fussed about about. They kind of look out for themselves. You know what I mean?
1: They do. Yeah. So in theory, the
0: uh, rebels could hire them. I suppose To I help them out. Yeah, I suppose. I don't but I don't I just don't see that as being a good fit because I don't I don't think Jabba would necessarily help the rebels. Do you know what no, I mean? No. As an example. Doesn't quite fit because we know kind of like as an audience, they're they're bad guys, aren't they? So they're more inclined to yeah. maybe help the Empire or take yeah, yeah. off the Empire. Yeah. yeah. And you've got um, the old but... Pal-
1: Palpatine connection, the old boss.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, but they hate each other, don't they, now? So... That's true, yeah, they do hate each other, so maybe it is the other one, I don't know. Yeah, he, killed, he kills his brother, doesn't he? Kills what? his brother, yeah. Savage. Sounds like a cologne, doesn't it? Savage, news <laughs> from Eau Parfum.
1: I'm sure he was in Police Squad.
0: <laughs> what, <laughs> savage?
1: Yeah, he was a murderer. He definitely... <laughs> definitely... Definitely in it. You went there, Savage. No. Sure, he's a bank robber.
0: Book him. <laughs> yeah. Book him, <Yeah>. Norbert. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice. Good stuff. Well, it's good to catch up. With obviously we're not reviewing anything, but we've got some things to be talking about. 23rd of August, it's not that far away, really. Um and um yeah, it's been uh, been good with the old Jedi and uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon. Yeah, Hopefully we'll do another little way day because we like doing the way days on the yeah, road. We're just,
0: yeah, we're just pitching some ideas. Well, We might go and pitch up, have a couple of beers and, and do a little outside broadcast maybe on a topic or two. Absolutely. So we'll keep you updated on Twitter. If you want to give us a follow, it's at, Star Wars, uh, at UK Star Wars Pod. Um, drop us a line there. If there's anything you'd like us to discuss then we're, we'll happily take any suggestions but uh, yeah i think for now we'll call it a day shall we We'll call it a day all
1: right have a good have a good one everyone speak soon yes may the force be with you
0: starting our approach deactivate the security shield security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission stand by